Hello, everyone. This is Sarah Gamitter from Fourth Wave Feminism, the podcast, bringing you an extra bonus uh, sub-episode. When we record these podcasts, Jason and I basically turn the microphone on and have a conversation. And then later, I go in and edit out the many, many tangents and try to condense what is sometimes an hour, an hour and a half long conversation into approximately an, a half an hour episode. In the course of doing that, sometimes precious gems must be cut out of the podcast. And some of them I kind of earmark and set aside to create a special sub-episodes like this one. So for episode three, we were talking about businesses and whether or not they have an obligation to not perpetuate gender stereotypes. And we got off onto a tangent. I should say Jason got off onto a tangent about crazy people. And, uh, but I thought that there were, was a great deal in that conversation that was illuminating. So I have it for you here. All right. I was just explaining to Sarah that women in the past have been gaslighted, which means I'm told very recently by Sarah, <laughs> when you try to make someone feel crazy or make them feel like they're overreacting. Yeah. Or, or, or marginalized. Yeah. You comment. I think you are being too sensitive. I think you're being, I think you're overreacting. And so when we might say like, is that commercial sexist? Some women might say, let's say 75%. Ooh, probably shouldn't have put a percentage you, you on it. You love putting numbers and percentages. I do, because I think it tries to give it, it gives a sense of like how, when I say some, I mean 25, maybe 20, maybe 15% right. of women that, that might have. implies that there's some critical mass of validation, that if one woman is upset by something, then she must be crazy pants if 99 other women are not upset. No, no, no. Okay. I mean, it could be like. If I'm not saying that the one woman is not crazy pants. I'm just saying that like this, this focus on the numbers and whether like okay, if 95 percent of people are fine with girl, then the five percent who aren't must be crazy pants. <laughs> no, I don't think that. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad. Do I? No. no I don't do think you? I do. Maybe that. Maybe on that instance then you would be saying that you think yeah, I am crazy pants. I don't want to say that. But. So there's the scale that goes from crazy pants to sane pants. To sane pants. And it shows that about 80% of what women could say about a commercial could be easily sane pants. Right. Or it could be 20% crazy pants. Okay. But it depends on the commercial, right? Some commercials, sure. you don't know. So... If somebody says something that is sane pants and you call them crazy pants, then that's totally uncool. Right. Because you're gaslighting them. Exactly. You're making them feel bad for their feelings. But you want to reserve the right to call someone who is crazy pants, crazy pants. Exactly, because it doesn't do us any favors if there's crazy pants people in our healthy population of sane pants people saying crazy pants stuff, we want to be able to say, you are crazy pants. You must be ignored so that we can have a sane discussion without you. And, and it's like, no, no, you can't call someone too sensitive. 
because you're like not taking their feelings uh, with any kind of legitimacy. And to that, I say, yes, yes, we must accurately ignore people who have nothing to contribute. <laughs> like I'm saying, I'm like, it's important to let the crazies be crazy and not get swept up in their crazy storm. But how are you determining who is crazy pants and who is sane pants? There's because this line. <laughs> See, I put that line. Yeah, there's a line on your line drawing. <laughs> but how do you know on which side of You're the line? You're saying things might get foggy right down in this area. Yes, I, I do. And obviously from the perspective question. of the person, even if, you know, let's, let's grant for just a moment that the person is crazy pants. Oh, yes. From his or her perspective, they are sane pants. So they don't know. They don't think that what they think is crazy. Mm-hmm. They think that it's sane. And how do you know that your judgment of what they think as being crazy is not a factor of where, of of how how where close from. yes of how closely they agree or disagree with you. Now, it just becomes really easy to label anyone who disagrees with you as crazy pants. I see your point. I do. Now here's what I'll say. In the case of hi, I'm the oppressor, and I'm hearing the opinions of all those that I oppress. I want to give value to those I'm oppressing, right? Like, well, I do personally. So I'm like, okay, hey, you're a special kind of oppressor. Special kind of oppressor. Who I'm wants- like, let me hear your case. You're telling me I shouldn't exploit you for labor? Let's hear your argument, because I'm pretty sure my argument's better. <laughs> my argument is that I should exploit you for labor. But then they might make a good case, right? Like, actually, you'll have more self-respect if you don't. And then I think, oh, having more self-respect would be nice. That is a same pants argument. Yes, that's very impressive. But then somebody else might say, because it's wrong. And then I just have to roll my eyes at that person. But I'm saying that let's say that crazy pants argument of I shouldn't impress you because it's wrong. And I put that in quotations. Okay. Um, because because there is no universal right and wrong. Yes. Arguably... <laughs> Because I know you want to argue that. Um, I do. So what I'm effectively saying is it doesn't, well, I guess this ties right into whether or not there's some universal truth in that. So what I'm effectively saying by saying someone who's too crazy to engage with mm-hmm. um, is your ideas are too removed from where I'm standing to be of benefit to this conversation. Which, whether that is universally true or not, depends directly on where I'm standing at the moment. So your original question is, identifying who's crazy pants and who's sane pants is all contingent on where I am at the moment. And I say, yes, it is. That's how we know it's so accurate. Like if I were standing somewhere else, I might have a whole different view. Yes. It's, it's the labeling of the crazy pants and the sane pants. But I can, that's how you know who's worth bothering with. So many people will engage the crazy pants. I want to make a case for saying, just let them go by. Right, but, let you, them sail but we by. can both think of examples historically of when someone who was ahead of his or her time said something that seemed crazy pants right. 
to everyone else around them. Totally. But it turned out that they actually knew more. Okay, or so maybe had a better perspective. Like there were plenty of people when Darwin ta- talked about his theory of evolution who said, in effect, you are crazy pants. Totally. And then it turns out he was not crazy pants. Right. Well, I'm saying that the, the people who dismissed him as crazy pants closed themselves off from listening to his legitimate... They um, did. But who did listen? Other people. Who categorized him as sane pants. Yes. So the, I'm saying that if you are so far ahead of your time that you have the most b- beneficial thing to say to humanity, but nobody out there is classifying you as sane then your words will fall on deaf ears. And I would encourage them to. Like, I would tell everybody, <laughs> we don't have time to let crazy, the small percentage of crazy people hijack what would otherwise be a productive day. I hear what you are saying. If their idea is that valuable, it will resurface at a time when someone's ready when to people are ready listen for it. to it. All right. I, I, do, I do hear that. All right. <laughs> yeah. Progress. Jason gets one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now that I've satisfied my <laughs> my Morbid. need to hear Jason talk about crazy pants and same pants, we can stop. <laughs>